welcome to the Cary Church Podcast. For more information regarding Cary Church, visit www.cary.asn.au. What a morning. I reckon we could go home now. I mean, you've had the gospel captured. Um, that, was, that was just fantastic. My name's Dave Kilpatrick. I'm one of the pastors here at Cary. I'm currently the senior pastor, but just about to hand over to Pete, which is really exciting. And today is just, just a magnificent day. We've, uh, we've just had this baptism, this story of God stepping in to someone's life and drawing them to yourself. Tonight we go out with the whole community and celebrate uh, the, the, the story of God stepping into humanity and uh, drawing humanity back to himself. And uh, we get to do that with, with the whole community. We get to lead and to serve and to bless and to welcome the whole community in as we herald this remarkable news that is the true story of Christmas. So every Christmas we have a theme and this theme, who knows what the theme is this year? Yes, an intentional act of kindness, not a random act. Last week, Peter Scott unpacked for us the intentionality of Jesus coming. It wasn't a spur of the moment decision. It wasn't a, oh, that might be a good idea thing. This was an intentional act by God to restore and redeem humanity, prophesied hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before it took place. And next week, Brian is going to unpack for us the kindness, why this was such a kindness, the depth of this kindness. And today, we're going to be looking at a little word between intentional and kindness, the word act. And you see, for kindness, the word act is absolutely critical because there's something significantly different between intending to be kind and being intentionally kind. I can sit on my couch with really good intentions and do absolutely nothing about it. John 3.16, perhaps the most well-known scripture in the Bible, would read very differently if it was, for God so loved the world that he thought seriously about sending his only son, but decided not to because there was Netflix on TV. No, it's for God so loved the world that he sent his only son. What transforms that scripture is the action of the sending. The legacy of William Carey, the person, the the Baptist missionary after whom this church and the college has its name, would be profoundly different if he hadn't acted. William Carey was a cobbler, born in 1761 in England. He had this deep faith in God and this this compassion and this desire to see social justice for the most underprivileged in India. And so he acted, he left England and he went to India and he established colleges and universities for people to get an education who would otherwise never have the opportunity to be educated. He acted. Mother Teresa is known not because of her lovely thoughts or good intentions. Mother Teresa is a name known all throughout the world because she put her faith into action and she served with incredible humility the poorest of the poor on the streets of Calcutta. Action matters. And so we celebrate the coming of Jesus as this intentional act of kindness. And we see through the life of Jesus 
that he acted. Multiple times during the stories in the Gospels, Jesus was moved by compassion and he acted. In Luke chapter 7, we read a story of Jesus walking along with his disciples and he sees, he sees a funeral procession. And it's the funeral of the only son of a woman who's also a widow. So not only has she lost a son, but her future has gone. She has no husband and she has no children to look after her. She's in a really bad state. And, and the scripture says he was moved with compassion. So he went and, and he touched what we would refer to as, as the coffin and he raised the son from the dead. And it says he gave her back, him back to his mum. He acted. In Matthew chapter 14, it, it, Jesus comes off the boat and he sees the crowds and he has compassion for them and he heals their sick and the diseased. He has two blind people and he has compassion for them and he touched their eyes and he healed them. Jesus acted on what he saw. And we know that when we see Jesus, we see the Father. In John chapter 14, the disciple Philip is having a conversation with Jesus one of those things they often said when I suspect they said it and thought, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. And Philip makes this profound, state, profound statement, oh, Jesus, just show us the Father and that'll be enough for us. And Jesus said, Philip, do you not know me after all this time I've spent with you? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Jesus was, part of Jesus' mission on earth was to reveal to us the nature and character of the Father. When we see Jesus act, we see the heart of God in action. Jesus said, I never do anything of my own accord. I only see what I see my do what I see my Father doing. So as we see the life of Jesus acting for the, the redemption of humanity, for the healing of disease and brokenness and the raising of the dead, we see in action the heart of God. Kindness requires an act. We've just had this beautiful baptism. The story of Adriana and God reaching in to her life at a moment of desperation. And in that story, there is another story. There is a story of Madonna who had a conversation with this lady in the context of a scientific process and Madonna saw that God was at work. And Madonna could have gone home and thought about that and thought, oh, perhaps I could buy her a book or something and she may not have acted. But Adriana is here because Madonna acted. Madonna did what was an entirely unnecessary act. There was absolutely no obligation on her. But she acted in kindness and bought a Bible and a cross and a Bible for her daughter. And as a consequence of that simple act of kindness, that story has been woven into the tapestry of Adriana's story of being drawn to life in Jesus. And again... Above that story is the meta-narrative that Jesus is writing, the tapestry of Adriana's life, reaching in and connecting and acting with incredible kindness. And Jesus will then 
interwove Adriana's life into the life of other people as he goes about his act of kindness of redeeming people. We're a church in the middle of a community where there is so much pain, where there's so much brokenness, where there is so much loneliness, where there is so much struggle, even in a relatively middle-class suburbs, there is just so much struggle. And there's, there is pain and struggle in, in this church community as well, but we, we go through that knowing that there is a God who loves, there is a God who is near, there is a God who says, I will never leave you. And in the context of a community that can gather, there are so many people out there that have no comprehension of how much they have loved or that they matter, or that God is near. And today, as we focus on the act, in intentional act of kindness, we're doing something different. And we're going to be putting groceries into hampers to be sent out to people that we probably will never meet. We will probably never know the stories that cause them to get it. They're going to go to people who are struggling to make ends meet at Christmas. They're going to go to people who've suffered tragedy. They're going to go to people who are unwell. They're going to go to people who are in great trial. They're going to go to people that perhaps just need a message to say, hey, you matter and you're loved. And, and most of those stories we will never know. And we will probably not hear from many of the people about what it meant for someone to knock on their door with a, a basket of goodies just before Christmas and say, hey, God bless you. You matter. God loves you. Blessings from the Kerry community. But we know that as a community, we are called to act. We are called to act. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 6, the scriptures say, what matters most is faith expressed in love. Faith expressed in love. And in James chapter 2, I'll read it. It says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is that? In the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. Faith expressed in love. I, I can wake up every morning and think, oh, I love my wife. But if I never tell her that, if I never touch her, if I never look after her, if I never spend time with her, if I never engage in her, with her, if I never seek to bless her, then my love for her is, is dead. It's non-existent. And for me, it's probably a lie. See, love is an action. Love translates into action. Love is not an emotion primarily. It is a choice. It is a movement from me to someone else. And kindness is the same. Kindness is not a, a thought. Kindness is an action. And what we're going to do today at one level is very small. Part of what we seek to do at Kerry is, 
together as a community demonstrate God's heart of compassion for the world. And, and this is one small thing that we're going to do together as a community. We're going to hear at Carol's a story tonight about another act that just blessed someone. A simple act of giving a meal. An act of kindness. But as we do this today, we're doing more than just sticking groceries into a metal basket. See, as we're doing this today, we're we're doing it as family, as kids, everyone together. It's going to be messy and it's going to be fun. And we have the opportunity to be kind to one another. As we're doing this and having this fun together, let's, let's enjoy each other. Let's see if we can be kind to each other. One of the difficulties in life is we can become so busy and so preoccupied with the noise that we just forget to be intentionally kind. It often takes very little to impact someone. The gift of a Bible and a Bible for a child. Profound impact in the tapestry of beauty that Jesus is writing in someone's life. So let's, as we're doing this, let's just remind ourselves, man, I've got to to look at how I can be intentionally kind. How can I make someone's day today? I was walking in here, and I walked past Peter Devlin, and then I stopped and walked back and said, G'day, Peter. And he said, you don't, you don't have to stop. You, you, you're busy. You can keep on going. And I thought, what a terrible thing it is if I am so busy that I don't get to stop and just say hello to a friend and walk with him into the service. It was just a simple thing. But I realized what not doing it has the capacity to communicate. Pete, thank you. Also, as we do this, do we believe that the God of the universe is able to weave the giving of a basket into his picture of grace that he is writing into someone's life? Do we believe that the giving of these baskets can be used by the creator of the universe to start to draw someone on a journey to himself? Amen? Someone left a Bible in a toilet bathroom the same day that someone else thought I need to get a Bible so as we're as we're packing these hampers let's pray as we who believes that somehow God can use a particular item in a particular hamper for someone to say I needed that I didn't have time to go to the shops it's in that basket So let's pray as we're packing these pamphlets. Lord, would you design this hamper specifically for the purpose of the person that you're going to give it to? And let's just trust that as we're doing this messy thing together, God will be orchestrating his plans as only God can do. Let's be praying that God, would you ensure that this hamper gets to your person, that you are at work. And pray a blessing, Lord Jesus, as they receive this. Would you just minister grace into their lives? Would you cause something else to follow up on this grace of baskets so that they know that this is you connecting and drawing them? So we're doing a lot more today than we are simply packing a basket. We're seeking to give a small gift of kindness out to people that we may never know. As we do, just pray. Enjoy each other. Bless each other, have fun, 
for those control freaks amongst us, that OCD, just, just breathe. Just breathe. There's a rocking corner over there, just fetal position, couple of minutes, you'll be back into it, that's fine. That's fine. I love chaos, some people don't like chaos, so that's, that's, there's no judgement at all. Um, just don't go near me, because wherever I am, I'm going to create more chaos. But as we do this, let's have fun. Let's enjoy the community that God has called together. Let's pray for God to be using this small act of kindness as part of his extraordinarily intentional act of kindness in giving us Jesus. We celebrate tonight the story of Jesus coming into the world as a child, communicating the intimacy and presence of God. 2,000 years later, we hear a story of Jesus still being intentional, intervening in people's lives. The work of Christmas is still ongoing. We get to be a part of that. Let's enjoy that. I'm going to invite Pete up before we do. I'll just pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for today. Lord, I thank you for the baptism that just talks about your story of stepping into someone's life really intentionally and saying, you need me. Lord, I thank you for tonight where we get to celebrate with a community and herald the extraordinary message of the King of Kings coming as a child for the grace of the world, to bring hope and life. Lord, I thank you for this community. I thank you for this church. Lord, a community of your people that have the capacity and opportunity today because of our connections with a broader community to be able to minister grace in a small practical way into the lives of others. Lord, I, we just pray your anointing on all that is today, on the packing of the hampers. Lord, as we go out this tonight and greet the, the, the community, Lord, let us remember the hampers and see how we can be kind, see how we can love and serve and bless and minister those that come onto our campus. Lord Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for the stuff that you're doing that we do not see. And Lord, we thank you for your act of kindness. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you're a God who acted in creation. You thank you for you're a God that acted through the birth of your child. We thank you that you're a God who acted on the cross. And you thank you, God, that you're a God who continues to act on our behalf. Amen. <laughs>